This is LGBT Time with Chuck on WERU-FM 89.9. This is a youth-led podcast that is produced by OutMain. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a month. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Today, we are continuing with our coming out series. Today, we're going to be talking about and sharing some stories about the actual act of coming out. Um, And to start today's roundtable discussion, I'm going to open with a question of what was your first experience with coming out? Do you want to take it away? Yes. So, hi, my name is Mocha, and I use he, him pronouns. And my first coming out experience was when I was in the eighth grade. I was 13 years old. I had these feelings for another girl because at the time I'm transgender. I identified as female. So I had, I was attracted to another girl in my class. And so I started talking to her more. We didn't really talk very much. And we ended up dating and I didn't really know what that meant at all because I hadn't experienced that before and I didn't know anything about it. And I realized after that, I was like, oh, wait, do I have to like come out or something after this to like explain myself? I don't really want to do that. And so I didn't tell almost I don't think I told anyone. I think I told maybe two people and it was the girl I was dating and a mutual friend we had and no one at my school knew, none of my family knew, no one knew. Um, And so first time I came out, technically, I didn't really say, hey, I'm a lesbian because I didn't feel that way. I knew that wasn't right. So I just said, hey, I'm dating a girl in my class and that's that and that's the way it is. And my, I told my mom in the car, which is actually something you should try and steer away from because that can go into a very unsafe situation because you don't have control of what's going on necessarily even if you're driving or another person is driving, it is a very good idea to come out when you are in more control of your safety and you're just safe in general. So I told her that and she just kind of didn't care. (laughs) And I just told her, yeah, I'm dating this girl and I really like her. And she's like, okay, cool. And, but I just felt so much pressure after that from peers to come out as gay, but I never did because I knew it wasn't right. And so my coming out or my 
technical first coming out experience was almost when I didn't come out, but everyone felt like I should because I was being non-heteronormative, technically speaking. Yeah, Mocha, thank you for sharing that. Um, and that theme throughout that story of having people pushing a label that doesn't feel quite right is, I think, probably a relatively common experience for many of us. Um, and I'm wondering if anybody else has an experience they want to share surrounding choosing a label or people assigning a label. Um, why don't we hear from Elderflower? Hi, I'm Elderflower. I use he, him pronouns. I, for most of my life, I remember not feeling straight and not feeling cisgender, but the first coming out experience that I can really remember was a field trip with my friends in middle school. I was talking about sexuality for some reason, and we all decided together that I was bisexual because nothing else made sense. So I don't still identify as bisexual today, but yeah, the first label I ever actually identified with wasn't even chosen by me. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an interesting experience. I have you know, a handful of people that had similar, like, similar conversations with people in their lives. Um, and I, I know Chamomile wanted to jump in on this as well. Hi, uh, I'm Chamomile. I use EM pronouns. Uh, yeah, I, so first time I ever came out was to my mom uh, as bisexual. Uh, she took it very casually. Um, she thought it was less of a big deal than I did, basically. And I then re-came out as pansexual, to which many people asked, why not just stick with bisexual? And my literal only answer was, it sounds nicer and I like the flag better. Um, and I, I think, honestly, I don't disagree with my past self. I think it, I do still like the flag better. And it just feels like a term that fits better, you know? Like, sometimes there's two coats and they fit you equally well, but one of them just looks a little nicer. And that's how it is for me with labels. And I also think that uh, having to come out coming out isn't sort of a one and done process. Um, Cause like you can't, sometimes you have to come out to multiple people or sometimes you have to come out again and gender and sexuality are separate. Um, as Mocha sort of attested to, like you can think you're queer in one way and then turn out to be queer in a different way also. And, um, and that sort of changes the first impact. Um, and I remember there was one period of my life where I went through like three different labels in a month and I hadn't even touched gender yet. Um, and so then of course, <laughs> once I got into that, that was a good couple of years of label hopping. Um, and yeah, I think really it's, it's, you're never entirely done with coming out because there's always going to be new people who you have to sort of decide whether or not to come out to even like sometimes you don't come out to people um and like your boss or some person at school who you don't really know and therefore don't feel the need to come out to but you like you work with them on a science project or something and yeah that's what I've got yeah and then Mocha do you want to jump in on this yes so I have actively after I started I believe the term is socially transitioning, but after I came out as 
trans, as a trans man, I didn't tell anyone I didn't want to or have to. Um, so my name wasn't legally changed, still isn't, my gender marker wasn't, because that was a complicated thing for me and it still kind of is. But I didn't tell people because I really didn't want anyone to know my business unless I felt like not they were worthy, but like I wanted them to know that part of my life. And I came out before high school and I started going to a completely different school with people who did not know me at all. And so I wanted a fresh start and I wanted to not be pride and annoyed by just essentially people just knowing me as transgender and that being the only thing they know about me, which I really, really try and stay away from. And I still try and stay away from um, because there have been multiple times where I have been outed, which is when essentially someone reveals to someone else, either it could be gender or sexuality that, um, you are, you know, for me, it was, I'm trans and people have told others without my consent and without me telling them, yeah, that's okay. I'm like, you could tell that person, which is essential when dealing with not dealing, but talking about someone's personal life, because for a lot of people, this is a safety issue and this is a comfort issue. And I know for me, it's both of those and it increases my anxiety greatly when someone I don't know and don't talk to suddenly knows this information about me that I really wish they hadn't because I don't know them and they don't know me. And that's the only thing they know about me. And I don't like that. It makes me very uncomfortable, but outing is a whole other thing but it's very important to have people's consent when talking about things that are that close to them and who they are, because that gets taken away and that's not fair to anyone at all. And I'm sick of it to say the least, to be the nicest about it because it keeps happening in my life and I'm done with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I know I personally, when I came out, had to have a talk with my grandma about how she can out me to her friends because it's okay, but not any of my friends. And have I'm curious if anybody else has had to talk to someone in their life about what outing is and why they really like can't do it. Or has anybody had to talk to you about that? Probably not, but you never know. And Elderflower, let's hear from you. I actually have two siblings who are also trans. And my youngest sibling, when they were first starting to question their gender, thought it was really exciting that I'm transgender myself. So they would talk to friends at school about it very often. And I wasn't aware of this because we didn't live together. So that was a very fun conversation when they moved closer to me and I could explain to them the importance of people knowing identities that fall under the LGBT spectrum because it can genuinely be a safety issue. And that was a very difficult conversation for them as a young trans person. But I think that it definitely helped in the long run, but. Yeah, and that's 
when it comes to younger siblings, especially like it's a whole different, whole different conversation because it's, you want to see them be good people. Um, and when they're not, it's, it's upsetting. Um, yeah. Does anybody else have a coming out experience that they would like to share? Uh, this is a little bit off topic from what the rest of the session has been, but I always think it's super fun when coming out starts like a chain reaction, because I remember in like middle school, um, I, I, if I remember correctly, at the YMCA after school, as we were all hiding under one of the disgusting tables, um, I was like to my friends, oh, by the way, uh, I'm bisexual. And my friend uh, was, one of my friends said, oh, is that like part of the Q, B, uh, uh, A, uh, 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 U, um, uh, M, because I think my sister might be, very long pause here, transgender? And, uh, and then like smash cut to two months later when there is one cishet remaining in the group and then that person turned out to be asexual and possibly non-binary also. And the person who said their sister might be transgender turned out to be transgender themselves. And it just, it's its always very funny. You're like, oh, turns out everyone here was queer the whole time. And it just needed one person to like kick everybody else uh, uh, onto their their coming out journey. Mocha, I see, uh, I see an interjecting dance coming from your corner of the screen. Yes. So I grew up somewhere that was very, very small and very, very, um, I was going to say rude, but I don't think that's the right word to describe a place. But basically everyone knows everybody's business and everyone knows if something's off or like, I don't know, if someone's marriage didn't work out or like, friends stop being friends or like someone threw a baseball bat. I don't know, stuff like that. Everyone knew everything that was going on. And so what I did is after, when I came out, which was between eighth grade and freshman year of high school, I went to a different school. So I didn't actually have to, I wasn't in that community anymore that I had grown up in. And so after I left and many years later, I was talking to a friend of mine that I actually grew up with. We were such close friends. We like shared a crib when we were babies. And then another friend of mine um, who was actually like my first partner, but I was six years old. So I don't know if that counts. I don't think it counts, but I don't know. And so we like, we're just like really good friends and we hung out all the time. And so I talked to one of my friends that I shared the crib with and they came out to me about a year, some time ago and said, how do I come out in this community? I don't know what to do. And so then they came out to me and then they were like, oh yeah, by the way, this other person is also trans and queer. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I was like, everyone from this community is like, yeah, no, we don't have queer people here. They don't exist here. And it's like, I don't think that's true, buddy. <laughs> that's true at all and I'm not sad to break it to you but I think that's an interesting I don't think I've ever heard it 
said that way, chamomile, but I appreciate that very much. Absolutely. That's, yep. Chain coming out as always. Domino effect? Um, Another question. What was the best coming out experience that any of you had? Joe, why don't we hear from you? Sure. Um, I had an experience where I, you know, I came out when I was 30, actually. Um, So really, relatively speaking, not that long ago, (laughs) uh, 10 years ago or so. And I was um, clear that I needed to, although I didn't really want to come out to this um, person that grew up one farmhouse down from us. Um, Like, I don't know, Generation Mainer, a long, long time Generation Mainer, uh, and uh, definitely a huge part of my life, but from a very different um, political leaning and perspective. Um, And so I was pretty nervous. I went home and told them I wanted to go for a walk. And she, um, she was kind of like another mom to me and, um, you know, sweating, shaking, forcing, telling myself, okay, say it, say it, Joe, say it. And then I told her, you know, I was like, I'm dating a woman. I just want you to know, I know this is kind of a big deal. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how you feel. I just kind of like filled the space in my chatter. And she just took my hands and she said, Joe, I've known since you were four and I am so glad you finally figured it out. <laughs> I just like, what? And I felt such relief. And then I was like, wait, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Could have known all this time and I had. So anyway, that was, um, that was pretty positive, surprising. That's a really sweet story. Um, did anybody else have a wait, why didn't you tell me moment with family, friends? Oh, we've got two takers. Let's hear from Elderflower first. My mother actually essentially just looked me in the eyes and said, I know, why are you crying? And then we moved on with that conversation and never really had to talk about it again, except for the second time I changed my name. That was kind of confusing, but. That is A plus response, I would say. <laughs> Mocha, did you have a, did you have a wait, why didn't you tell me moment? I had a couple. So when I was, when I had my first girlfriend, a friend's mom looked at me and I was like, I just like, I don't know. I just like girls. I don't. And she was like, I've known. And I was like, what? And she was like, I've known you like your whole life. And I have known. I just knew. I just knew it was going to happen. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> How do you, what do you mean? And then when I did come out to my mom as trans, I also had a moment like Elderflower where I was like sobbing hysterically. And I was like, I think like I'm a boy. I don't know. Like, I don't know. And she just looked at me and she's like, why are you crying? It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want. Like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. What do you want to do? Like, get different clothes? <laughs> we love supportive parents. Um, Elderflower, do you want to jump off that? Uh, I do have a best coming out experience. And it's kind of similar to the one with my mother. But with my older sibling, who's also trans, I was just kind of tired of them not knowing. 
Um, and I just, we were sitting in a parking lot and I was just in the back seat. Like they were having a conversation with their friend that I wasn't even in, included in. And I said, hey, I think I'm trans. I think I'm a guy. And they were like, okay, what are your pronouns? And I answered. And then we, I don't think we ever talked about it again after that. I don't think that we did, but that was a good one. I didn't feel like I had to explain anything. That's a, nice. We Siblings are the best. Siblings are just the best most of the time. Um, on the topic of pronouns, though, does anybody remember their first experience, like, being introduced to the concept of pronouns? Oh, chamomile, you look excited. Oh, okay, so... <laughs> Obviously, I knew what pronouns were, um, being, you know, an English kid and all that. Um, but I remember specifically the first time my, like, experience with people using the pronouns other than she, her for me was one time when I was just at a beach um, at, I think, a meeting of my GSTA and another school's GSTA at a local park. And so the kids from the other school's GSTA didn't know me. And I was just sort of staying there in my hoodie. And one of them said, like, was talking about me. And, and they were like, yeah, they, and then like turned to me and said, wait, actually, I don't know your pronouns. Um, and I was like, oh, uh, and I like, logically I knew, oh yeah, I should tell her the, the pronouns, the pronouns that I, I use that everybody uses for me. But another person was like, wait, wait. Do that again. The they them thing. Do that again. Can you can you can you they them me again? Just just a test, you know. Um, so that was my first experience um, with pronouns. And then I had uh, some of my internet friends. I asked them to test out uh, em on me after discovering neo pronouns. And I'm pretty sure I still have the screenshot saved of everybody like referring to me with those because it just made me so happy. Um, so that, that was, um, my first experience, um, pronoun wise. And it was just a very, I remember just being like a very novel experience to be like, oh yeah, sometimes people don't automatically assume pronouns and that's actually really cool. I want more of that. Yeah. Let's on that topic. It's great to ask people's pronouns when you first meet them. Do any of you have a go-to way that you include that in your introductions. Mocha. So when I meet people, usually when I'm in like big discussions or, and we're going around and everyone's saying, usually I've been in spaces where they're like, okay, so you say your name, your pronouns, and then this random thing. And they're just like sliding it in there casually. And some people like, in the spaces I've been to, everyone does that. But some people are like, why do you have to do that? But I have heard that if you are meeting someone for the first time and you like introduce yourself, so you say like, hi, Chuck, or, you know, I don't know your name yet. Hi, hi, my name is Mocha and I use he, him pronouns. So it almost like triggers that like, initial thought like oh I should say mine because they just said theirs and that's like being equal almost and you're like doing the same thing and being compatible in that way um because you're not like 
inherently just directly being like tell me your pronouns because I like I think that's a little like there are good ways to ask and then there are bad ways to ask but I think in that way when you're like first initially meeting someone that shows that like you also are thinking about that and maybe they weren't or they are or you know it just is like a easier way to do it yeah that's I've had people ask introduce themselves in that way and I think it's sweet um what are y'all's takes on putting pronouns in email signatures or Instagram names or like other kind of public facing things. Any, anyone have thoughts? Back to Mocha. Yes. So I think it's really great that if people want to put their pronouns wherever they want, I feel like they should because that's what they want to do. And that's their thing. But no one should pressured to put their pronouns in any bios or emails or anything like that because that is how you know people get outed and stuff like that and I just don't think that's okay I just feel like pressuring like there's been pressuring before of like people who are openly trans on the internet to put their pronouns in their thing when they don't really want to so I don't and they're just like, I don't really feel comfortable, like want to do that. I don't feel like I should have to. Uh, but the, I know there are a lot of cis hetero people who are um, doing that more to normalize it, which I think is cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, Elderflower, do you have thoughts? Yeah, I think that it's a very interesting topic to talk about because while normalizing having your pronouns on display can be a very useful thing to trans people, you know, not needing to be outed for people to know what words to use when referring to you. I think it's also important to recognize that nobody is owed information about your identity. Even if they are trying to make you more comfortable in asking, if you don't want them to know your pronouns or your name or anything like that, they don't need to. People can refer to you with your username or the name you give them, nicknames. They them pronouns by default if they don't know yours. Just don't let people pressure you into sharing your pronouns if you aren't ready, even if it's not a safety issue. Absolutely. That is, that's a fantastic point. Um, and I think that is an excellent note for us to end our half hour on. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we'll see you next month. You have been listening to Out Maine's youth-led podcast, LGBT Time with Chuck, on WERU-FM 89.9.